hey, hey, it's Carrington here to bring you another fantastic episode where it's just little old me. I'm going to bring up a discussion here that I think needs to be had. And this one in particular is about electric cars. Um, this is going to be an interesting discussion because I'm going to tell you why electric cars right now are right where they should be as far as the technology, as far as pricing, all that fun stuff. And this is a um, this is a subject that's kind of close to heart because I, I do have an electric car myself. I have a 2017 Nissan Leaf at the moment with a range of about 110 miles, give or take a few, depending on a couple of factors. Uh, just like a gas car, it depends on a couple of factors, uh, no matter what the range is. So that was back in 2017, and that was the basically the top of the line Nissan Leaf that I have as well. That's that gets 110 miles. The base I think got 86 or something like that. So a thing I hear all the time when I do tell people like, "Hey, I've got a Nissan Leaf. Oh, what kind of car is?" I'm like, "Oh, it's electric," and I and you know I tell them all about it and stuff. They're like, "Oh, well, the technology is not where it's at. You know, right now it's you know maybe maybe in the future I'll, I'll get an electric car." But the the weird thing is when you think about it, the technology is right where it should be right now. And honestly, I think what they mean is they can't wait for the price to come down on an electric car for them to buy into it. And why is that? Because let me tell you something, even though my car, like I said, it was the top of the line Nissan Leaf, you know, it, with its model. And at the time, it's, I mean, it wasn't the highest range. You know, Tesla's got it beat every time. That's for sure. Uh, so, yeah. Think about it. I think the first Tesla dropped in, what, 2009? 2009, and guess what the range was? If I remember right, it was like 260-something, something that range. For the first electric car, 260 is not bad, honestly. The only problem with the Tesla, they're expensive. You know, the Model S was, you know, just around $100,000 in that area somewhere. I think for the, the base model, it's 70000 if I remember right, if I remember the pricing right. I'm sure everyone here listening doesn't have that kind of money. And if you do, great. And if you do have a Tesla, I'm jealous. But think about that, though. A range of two sixty, dollars and at the time it was seventy dollars to $100,000 for an electric car with that kind of range. Now, the Nissan Leaf now, we're talking 2019. And remember, out of all the electric cars, the reason why I'm bringing up the Nissan Leaf because it's the cheapest of the electric cars. The Nissan Leaf, the 2019 Nissan Leaf now, now we're 10 years later in 2019. Guess what? Its range, 255 miles, right around the time the first Tesla, right around the range of the first Tesla. Teslas now are getting, I think the if you get an extended battery, I think it's like 460 or something like that, which is more or even right around your average gas car. So just think about that for a second. My gas car gets between 380 and 430 miles on a on a full tank of gas. So a Tesla, top of line Tesla, gets more out of its charge than my car. And you think about it. So just think about this real quick. Just think about it. Gas cars have been around since what? The 1900s. The 1900s. And that time, 
car manufacturers have had the time. They've had the opportunity to refine and make the whole thing better. It's been roughly 100 years since we've had the gas car. And remember, gas cars back in the day, 100 years ago, only rich people had them. Guess who only had Tesla 10 years ago? Rich people. You know how far a gas car went back in the day? They went nowhere. And they went nowhere. You could barely travel in those things. Not like you could today. People took trains back in the day or airplanes, you know, not too long after that. And you know what people started saying in the 40s and 50s when cars started getting bigger miles? Oh, well, you know, cars, this is not the... The, the network isn't there yet. You know, gas stations aren't everywhere yet. Trains and airplanes are still the way to travel. The car will never be the way to travel across America, ever. Not when you have something like the train and the plane around. And you know what? If I wanted to right now in my gas-powered car, I could go across America no problem. It would take a few days, but I could do it. And you know what people are saying today about electric cars? Oh, well, you know. Gas-powered cars is always the way to go. An electric car will never be able to beat that. Now, I'll admit the network's not there, but they're building it right now. For a state like Ohio, I can go across Ohio. Um, not As long as I stay near the, the major cities, you know, Cincinnati, Dayton, Columbus, Cleveland. If I go along that route, I could easily take a car. It would take a while. I could, I could take my Nissan Leaf, you know, from the southwest to the northeast. It's possible. Is it possible for my Nissan Leaf to go across the country? No, not yet, but it's coming. I'm telling you, it's coming. I know that that argument right now is semi-valid. Now, if you take a Tesla, you could take that across the country because their their network is way better than for your average uh, electric cars right now. So you could probably take a Tesla across country. I, I don't think anyone's done it yet. But you probably could. So when you say that the, the, the technology is not, not there yet, that's wrong, technically. What you're really saying is the technology for you isn't cheap enough yet. And there is nothing wrong with that. I'm going to be honest. There is nothing wrong with that if you, if you admit that. you know. But to say the technology isn't there, come on, dude. Get with it. You and I both know. We just can't afford a Tesla. And here's the other thing, too. A lot of people are saying, well, what are you going to do when you can't charge your car? You can't find a charge station. I guarantee you, you have the same problem as in your gas-powered car when you run along gas and you're finding trouble finding a gas station. The only difference is right now is when you're running low on gas, you know pretty soon you're probably going to hit a gas station. It's not going to be a problem anymore. Am I right? More and more often, you're finding charge stations around, whether in stores, car stations themselves. Uh, I think BP is starting to look at to install charging stations with with their gas stations right now. So gas stations are gas station companies. They're seeing it because let me tell you something. I see more and more Teslas on the road. You know why? Because the Model 3 is for your upper middle class people now. It's only a matter of time before everyone's everyone can afford a, an electric car. Let's just be real. It's coming. And it's coming quick. Much faster than technology of a gas car moved. 
much faster. And that's the crazy thing. The technology within these electric-powered cars, they're moving. And they're moving fast. Now, the question is, are you going to convert? Are you going to stay with a gas-powered car? Now, that's totally up to you. There are tons of different arguments and research about electric power cars. You know, are they more as are they as green as they say? And, and, and honestly, it all depends. Like with me in Ohio, it would take roughly about two and a half years before there was really a difference in the CO two levels I'm putting into the into the air, and that's including me charging the car. So it all depends on where you live. There's a lot of different factors with that argument. On the other hand, so I mean, there. I will say there's one thing I missed, and you know, when I when I you know put the pedal to the metal, when I slam on that accelerator pedal. When you're in a gas powered car, you know you feel the engine revving up. But even if it's an automatic, you can still feel it switching gears, and it's just a nice feeling. You don't get that in an electric car; it's quiet, but it goes. Good lord, do those things go? And, and, and it's just that something you get used to, honestly. And and you would think that maybe the wind noise would be loud. And honestly, I the wind noise is hardly hardly exist also, which is so shocking. So I, I really find the argument against electric cars to be kind of dumb. You know, I do understand how certain why certain people won't convert. Like Andrew on our show, he's told me several times he probably would never convert. And I understand he he lives in a very rural area. And and honestly, it would be probably a very long time before he even sees a charge station out his way. So that I get. He has a very legitimate concern. And that's fine. That is perfectly fine. Like, that doesn't bother me. What bothers me when people give arguments that don't make sense. The technology is not there. Dude, come on. The technology is there. I've said it already. And I've said how it is there. It's just the price right now is so high. And there was a survey done recently also on electric cars. And it was... The survey was specifically geared towards people with gas-powered cars. And it said, how long would a electric car have to go? What would the range have to be for you to consider to buy into one? You know what most people said, which is kind of ridiculous and weird? It was in the five to 700-mile range. Like, really? That's above your average car, gas-powered car. Now, now. I will say, I said above your average gas-powered car. Because you might be sitting there saying to yourself, well, my car gets that range. What's the big deal? The average car is about 430 miles, I think, if I remember right. Now, remember, I said average. So average takes your, you know, high numbers, your low numbers, all the numbers in between. And makes it the average. Okay. So if you have above average, that's perfectly fine. But your average person, why would they want an electric car that goes five to 600 miles? You probably don't even drive that in your normal gas car in a given month. I mean, you probably do, but you get what I'm saying. Electric cars are catching up. They're catching up fast and quick. They're going to reach that mileage. Then what's going to be your argument? 
Well, I don't feel the engine. Okay, fine. Do you know why I like my gas powered or my electric powered car? Because it goes fast. Isn't that why you like your your high powered cars? Because you like to go fast. Let me tell you something. Even my Nissan Leaf goes. It goes pretty fast. It's not faster than your Tesla. Trust me. But it still goes pretty fast because those things are pure torque. And why wouldn't you want something like that? Feel something like that. There's nothing like I don't like driving, but I love driving my electric car. It is so much fun. So if you really want to argue with me on electric car, come at me on Twitter. I'm ready. I'd love to hear your argument. I would love to hear your opinion. Now, if you live in a rural area like my brother-in-law, Andrew, then I understand. That's not the argument I'm making here. The argument I'm making is people saying that the technology isn't there and wanting ridiculously high mileage range on them, higher than your average gas car. But like I said, it's coming. It's coming quick. Whether you love him or you hate him, Elon Musk is a very smart businessman. He knew exactly what he was doing. How so? He he advertised the Tesla to rich people first. Made it a luxury item. People like me want a Tesla. And after a while, he was able to knock it down and give us the Model 3, which, like I said, is for the upper middle class. In less than 10 years, he was able to accomplish that. The next 10 years are going to be so much fun to watch. And now there's electric motorcycles. Tesla's working on an electric truck. Another startup company is also working on an electric truck. Electric vehicles are coming. Whether you want them to or not. But they're coming. And they're coming quick. And they're going to be the way we travel in the future. These arguments that people are saying that I'm hearing nine times out of ten. Their arguments in the next 10 to 15 years, I can see them being invalid. And you can quote me on that. Uh, Well, that's all I got for right now. I hope you guys enjoyed that little rant. Because I know I did. I I love talking about stuff that I'm passionate about. Even when it's not just video games, you know. So yeah, that's my my rant for the day. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll see what 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 I come up with tomorrow. And we got some interviews come up that I'm excited for that we literally just recorded for. So be prepared. It's gonna be some fun times. And as always. <laughs>